You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. The last point and quickly we'll conclude. Did the Treaty of Hudaybiyah include women who would leave Mecca and join Muslims or it only included men? A number of sources indicate that some women migrated from Mecca to Medina right after the Hudaybiyah Treaty. Quraysh asked the Prophet to send them back. We have an agreement that nobody can flee to you. The Prophet said to them, no, the terms of the treaty don't include women. We only agreed that men would be sent back. And in fact, in the text of the treaty, when the Prophet made the agreement with Suhail, this was the text. Suhail said to the Prophet that no man comes to you and he's become Muslim except that you have to send him back. So Suhail said, no man. The Prophet said, you said it, not me. Man does not include woman, sorry. <laughs> the Prophet got very technical with this treaty. So some women migrated and the Prophet told Quraysh that, no, I'm not violating. Look at the treaty. They gave up, They're like, okay, you know, it says in the treaty, no man, fine. Some of the women who migrated was Sabi'a bint al-Harith al-Aslamiyya. After the Treaty of Hudaybiyah. Right after the treaty, she, she came as a Muslim. And the Prophet was even still in Hudaybiyah. He did not even go back to Medina yet. Her husband was a Kafir Mushrik. He came. He said, Muhammad, give me back my wife. You know, I, I don't, I'm her guardian. I don't give her permission to become Muslim and leave. And you agreed that anyone who would flee from Mecca, you'd send them back. And you just did the treaty. So the Prophet is waiting for instruction from Allah. What do I do? Allah sends verse 10 of Surah Al-Mumtahana. What does it say? Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, O you who believe, idha ja'akumul mu'minatu muhajiratin. If the women come to you specifically, the believing women, they're migrating, famtahanuhun. Before you accept her, test her. See if she's truly a believer. If she is, فَلَا تُرْجِعُهُنَّ إِلَى الْكُفَّارِ Don't send them back to the kafirs. So the Prophet made her take an oath in Allah. Make an oath in Allah. And you're doing this next to the Prophet, right? He told her, make an oath that you did not leave Mecca because you hate your husband. It's not a family issue. She said, yes, I swear by Allah, it's not a family issue because I had a fight with my husband and I'm leaving. Because then it wouldn't be out of true faith. It would be out of a family reason. Number two, the Prophet made her take an oath that she didn't leave because she fell in love with one of the Muslims and it's a love affair. Because the Prophet wants to uh, let Quraysh know the reasons. But that the only reason she left is because she truly wants Islam. She made an oath that I swear by Allah, it's not because I'm in love with another man, I hate my husband or anything of that sort. It's purely for Islam. So the Prophet said, no, she stays, she's not going back. And the treaty doesn't include women, sorry. They just had to accept that.
Now, not sure if I should say this. <laughs> Basically, okay, fine, I'll say it. Basically, what happened is the Prophet gave her husband her dowry, right? The dowry that he had given her. Okay, you know, we'll, if you consider it a financial loss, we'll give you the dowry. And whatever you spent on her, I'll, I'll guarantee it for you. Then after that, Umar ibn Khattab married her. <laughs> so I'm not sure how much she gained that day. In any case, that's the first lady. The second lady was Arwa bint Rabi'ah ibn al-Harith ibn Abdul Muttalib. She also fled to the Prophet and the Prophet let her stay with, with the Muslims and he didn't send her back to Mecca. Another lady was Umayma bint Bishr. Another lady was Umm Kulthum bint Uqba. And so basically, there are a number of women that migrated from Mecca to Medina and the pact that the Prophet made with the Mushriks, the truce, did not include them. Do we have any women who were supposedly Muslim, they defected and they went to shirk? Yes. One of them was Ummul Hakam, the daughter of Abu Sufyan. Initially she had basically embraced Islam, then she went back to shirk. Another lady who defected was the wife of Umar ibn al-Khattab and basically she left Islam and she went back to Mecca. So it's interesting that Umar's wife became mushrik and she went back to shirk and that lady who came she married him right? It's an interesting moment there. No, no, Umar ibn al-Khattab. That lady that I, that I mentioned her name, Sabi'a bint al-Harith, right, who her husband came and says, Give. so she stayed, she married Umar after that. Did I say Uthman? No, no, Umar, yeah, she married Umar ibn al-Khattab. And interestingly, the wife of Umar, one of the wives of Umar, she became a mushrik and she went back to, to Mecca. Yeah, so interesting, thing happened. interesting things happened. Any, any final question? So we have concluded the Treaty of Hudaybiyah and examined many, many aspects of it. There are a lot more that we didn't cover, but for the sake of the course, we just focus on the most important events. Inshallah, in our next class, we will examine the aftermath of Hudaybiyah, how the Prophet returned to Medina, and why this pact, even though Muslims didn't enter Mecca, why was it a victory for Islam? Inshallah, we'll examine that later. وَصَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَىٰ سَيِّدِنَا مُحَمَّدٍ وعليه الطيبين الطاهرين <تصفيق> <تصفيق>